The room is relationships. The room is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? Uh, the room is different cookie cutter、mm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Allison. Oh hi, Rob. Oh hi, listeners. We're here to talk about minute eighty of the room in which Lisa may be the devil. Well, maybe a devil, not the devil. Which begins, of course, with Bennett Dunn, one of the extras, hitting the green balloon as everyone leaves the the room to go up to the roof, and Lisa closes the door behind everyone else, leaving her alone with Mark. It's almost like that was the plan. No, it's totally the game. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the cake is now intact, even though we saw Mike eating some of it when they go to the couch. Who needs continuity on that problem? He just cake that Mike brought with him because he's obviously got a food problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi, Ollie. Hi, Robert. Oh hi, Allison. Oh hi. Yeah, so we we get Lisa wanting to show something to Mark. Right. Wait. <laughs> I have something I want to show you. It's like he still doesn't understand her. I swear he doesn't know what she means. Oh really? Which side note is Johnny not going to notice that Lisa and Mark are the two people that aren't out there? <laughs> like, did no one else not notice? Well, right. Like, well, how did? Johnny already had suspicions. Well, I think that a couple minutes ago we saw Johnny was staring at Lisa talking to Stephen, and since we don't know who Stephen is, we don't know what kind of relationship there's between Johnny and Stephen. So maybe he thinks Stephen's the person she's cheating with. We don't know. But you know what? If they all, if we're going with the theory that they're all from apartment building、mm-hmm. and they're all friends, and maybe rumors travel fast, maybe they all know. Yeah, everyone gets up there and they're like, "Wait a second, Lisa and Mark are missing." That's why they come back so fast. I mean, Stephen shows up、yeah. <laughs> less than a minute after he left. What's he doing? Yeah, sort of exists in a world without social media as well, as far as we're aware.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yet everyone seems to know everything really quickly. It's because Lisa volunteers everything. She probably has told、True. everyone she's cheating on Johnny. We know she's told her mom. She's told Michelle. And the people who just don't care. Yeah, she's probably told all these other extras, and they're like, "I don't, I don't care. I'm just here for the cake." Her friend comes in. Oh, I'm sleeping with Mark. <laughs>、uh, hi. Yeah. That's how she says hello now. I don't love Johnny. I'm sleeping with Mark. I just said hello. <laughs> yeah, she just volunteers it. <laughs> So、uh, yeah, Mark is is oblivious. So,、uh, what, what do you want to show me? It's, it's a, a surprise. surprise. <laughs> and then they they kiss for a bit, and then he asks, "What, what are, you are you doing?" doing? He should know by now. He's gone farther than this. We've seen it. I'm just saying, maybe Peter was right about weed that was Mark's. What Mark was smoking earlier really gets into him, <laughs> affecting him, because he does seem to forget what's going on all the time. It's like each time this is brand new to Mark. He doesn't. He's like, wait, have we done this before? Aren't you Johnny's future wife? I'm kind of glad that they they dropped the whole subplot of him being a sort of detective <laughs> because he just has the worst memory. He'd be useless at a crime. Right?、Scene. He's not a. He can't be a detective. He, he would solve nothing ever. And then Lisa's delivery is great when he says,、uh, no, "I mean, are you crazy? crazy? Everybody's here. No, they're, no, they're not. not. <laughs> they're, they're all, all outside." outside. <laughs> 
I genuinely don't think he noticed. <laughs> this round's like, oh, they left. Yeah. Where'd they go? Uh, yeah, and then Mark calls her a shit devil. You planned this all along. Yeah, no shit, Mark. Try to keep up. <laughs> and then we get, uh, you know, Steven comes back in because he's such an important character. Yeah, hasn't, he hasn't been in the movie yet, right? The, I think this is the first time we've really heard him talk. He, he's been at the party the whole time. Oh, no, I know. I meant like before the party. No, the, he was put in to replace Peter because after the concussion scene, he had to go work on another project and left the this production. Okay. So they invented this character to say the rest of his line. So essentially, Stephen's lines should be Peter's. They should have just called him Peter. The thing is, they were taking such a huge risk. I mean, at any point, someone might think, oh, do you know what? I really fancy a crudite or a piece of that cake that no one has actually touched. Well, maybe that's why Stephen came back, is he realized, oh, we should take the food with us upstairs. Exactly. <laughs> we're all going to be outside. <laughs> Let's take the party there. Maybe. I can see that. And we get a fantastic line reading from Stephen. I can't even remember the actor's name offhand. I, was, I should credit him, but <laughs> saying, what's, what's going, going on here? Why, Why are, are you doing, doing this? Ah, uh, good job, Stephen. You're a wonderful fellow. <laughs> He's a poor man's Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he is. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Some good questions, Stephen. Oh, yeah, he, he gets right to the point, which is nice. He asks the questions that Mark should ask. Yes, Mark is so confused. Mark is like, okay, no. I yeah. bet you anything Mark would see himself as a victim. Yeah, of course. Oh, I was forced to kiss my best friend's girlfriend. Well, obviously, Lisa's a predator, duh. <laughs> yeah, Lisa's a, Lisa's a bad person. Yep. Steven also, though, he has this strange ability that none of the other characters seem to have had, that he can just open the door and come in without making a noise whenever he wants. Like, we don't even hear the door open. <laughs> there's there's a slight sound, but yeah, it is not as notable as ever. I think the idea is Mark and Lisa don't notice. Just a sneaky. Yeah. Steven's a sneak. That's why we haven't seen him. He's been in every scene. We just didn't notice. <laughs> we gotta go back and look. Who the sex one? Yeah. Hmm. He just likes to watch. <laughs> He just sits around and watches Denny watching everyone else. Yeah, but (laughs) Denny is like a more obvious watcher. Uh And Steven just opens up that door super quietly. And you don't know where he's hiding. Well, none of the scenes show like the room from both sides. So Steven's just always at the other side of the room, just watching. But you don't like know where he's hiding. Like, is he in the cabinet right cabinets like open a little bit he, like, is walks. he behind that water fountain in the bedroom yeah or, where is he under the stairs it's in that like, fireplace Waldo, but it's where steven <laughs> and he lives in the uh, chair in alcohol storage room yeah that's where he lives he's probably having a party in the chair in alcohol storage. <laughs> and he probably did something horrible to peter probably oh because he wanted to replace him in the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like i want to actually talk for a change instead of just watching yeah so he, he threw peter to... off the roof <laughs> just like mark tried to it's the concerned dad as well is how he comes across yes yeah yeah i think it's does. because he was coming in so late in the production he has no idea what the tone of this film is <laughs> he gives off major dad vibes for sure. Just with the whole, why are you doing this? Why? It's like, yeah, that was probably the inner voice of all the actors being represented <laughs> right there. Why is anyone doing anything right now? <laughs> I, mean, I think a lot, one thing that definitely is being brought up a lot more about the room, and it should, is the whole, how women are all evil. Yeah. <laughs> they literally call Lisa the devil, like you said. Yeah, Mark calls her yeah. she devil this minute. Mm. It's, uh, 
Essentially, you're supposed to experience the film as if Lisa is a horrible seductress who should be totally in love with Johnny because he gives her gifts and he treats her nice and she is evil. She can't afford to live on her own. Johnny is your financial security. You can't afford to ignore this. (laughs) Right. She couldn't possibly. It's not like working with computers has ever made anyone any money ever. Wait, they don't have a computer. No, they don't. Have we ever even noticed that? She doesn't have a computer? (laughs) My god. Oh my. Maybe it's probably in the (laughs) alcohol storage room. Oh man. No wonder she's not good at her job. No wonder. Someone calls for computer help and she just guesses the problem and tells them how to fix it. (laughs) Oh, Lisa. Notes from a midnight screening. Now, notes from a midnight screening begins with a great one because Bennett hitting the balloon. The audience, even before he hits it, are going, fuck that green balloon, fuck that green balloon. And then when he hits it, they're like, yeah! Oh, it's a good one. Lisa and Mark kiss during this minute, so of course there's some um, um, um. Oh, that's, you know, ugh. she's obviously huge and trying to eat him. We know this. Her ADR robot line of, I, I love, love him. him. Well, it's particularly bad. <laughs> Uh, when Mark says everybody's here, it's like nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> more kissing, so more om om om. And when Stephen comes in, says, "What's going on here?" The audience is like, "What is going on here? Who are you?" <laughs> uh. I mean, he might also be questioning what's the point of having a sofa if you're just going to cover it in those huge pillows that they've got. Yeah, and they do it constantly. It's there. There's always something on that couch—a blanket, a pillow. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, like, it's, it's a couch. You can sit on it. It's okay. Some women love pillows, though. I think Johnny loves the pillows. Mm. <laughs> he gets home from work and just collapses on that couch, waits for his pizza. This movie. <laughs> and this show. This show is going so well for so many episodes. And we're get, as we get near the end, I'm just like, oh my god, is this still on? <laughs> <sighs> we're almost there. Johnny's dying soon. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, imagine if this was someone's first experience to the room, this podcast, and <laughs> this just driven it, just pick through their heart. <laughs> I think this movie would almost work better if we knew up front he was dead. You know, like an American Beauty kind of thing or something. Uh, American Beauty kind of thing, that's exactly what I was It's like, show him on dead on the floor and then flashback. It's like, oh no. And we know that that's on Friday night and we start on Monday. It's like this countdown to his death. Maybe I'll edit it that way. I mean, that would give it a kind of convenience, I think, in a weird way. Yeah. As it is, I, I think when you watch it, it's like, what is this melodrama and where is it going and why? Mm. Steve, Steven knows what this is about. He asks why. He gets it. Yeah, I just want to get on to minute 81 because we need more Steven and we need to get to the greatest line in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so... One more time, Ollie. Oh, wait. Where can the listeners hear more from you? Uh, you guys can find me on at Sitcand on Twitter or at Dark Distasteful, both podcasts that I am a part of and super proud of. But it's not wrong when people make it fun of the project. In this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening. And remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live.
believers. 